Hey, this is Dr. Barrett. Thanks for joining us on the Real Health Podcast. My passion is to help equip you with information that can change your life, the health of your life, and the health of your families. I'm a board-certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in nutrition and sleep and how to biohack the body to get to a greater level of health. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited you uh, jumped in. So we're going to get started here. Uh, I got a little bit of information to share, and then we're going to get right into a pretty short episode. You'll see this as they uh, as they upload um, daily, but we're going to be getting into uh, a day to day idea of what it's like to fast, what water fasting looks like from a day to day standpoint. So. This week, I'm getting ready to jump into a seven-day water fast. So I'm going to jump on here pretty much every day for about five to ten minutes and just kind of talk through what this day is all about, um, personally how I'm feeling, and then also what you can expect each day. It's also important to understand some components of longer extended fast uh, in terms of how to how to refeed or prevent refeeding syndrome. Um, which is when you when you just start eating food with no plan post fast. So uh, over these next seven days, it, it will be just water, uh, sparkling water. Uh, I'll do some green tea, and then I will uh, start talking about the next seven days, which will be how to incorporate broths uh, and juices back in to get your gut started, and then even some biohacking on like post fast how to improve. Uh, immune function, gut function, repair mechanisms. So we'll talk about colostrum. We'll talk about probiotics and all that good stuff. Uh, before we jump in, just some experimentation I've been doing. Um, so I recently have just dedicated every day three to five minutes um, of cold exposure, cold plunging. So <clears throat> I started uh, started about 30 days ago. Um, so I've just done every day, three to five minutes, different times of the day, sometimes right when I wake up early in the morning, um, sometimes later in the day, but, uh, results are pretty, pretty, pretty staggering. Uh, what I was measuring was body fat. Um, cause we know that in a cold immersion setting, um, what, what, what we see is just triggered response of, of conversion to brown fat, which is metabolically active. Um, and so, I went from a 10% uh, body fat to 8% body fat in about 30 days, uh, as well as gained one pound of lean mass. So uh, I was doing some pre and post testing. So if that is encouragement to you that you've been water fasting or, or sorry, cold water immersion, thinking about it, um, or you're doing it and you're like, oh, this is terrible, keep it up. Uh, there are so many wonderful benefits that are happening inside your body. And again, it only takes um, about 11 minutes a week to see the benefits of reduction of inflammation and building immune system health and activating cold shock proteins, uh, you know, creating that healthier metabolically active brown fat from white fat. So uh, keep up the good work. All right. So let's jump into water fasting. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk about just a, a subject of water fasting, and then we'll talk about this is day one for me. Okay. So... Uh, water fasting, as I've had many podcasts on it, but as a review, is is water only. Um, there are, uh, like myself, I'll I'll consume other 
sources of acaloric beverages, uh, for instance, sparkling water or even green tea. Um, and so I'll, I'll do that for, for just diversity. Um, it helps me kind of get through these longer extended fasts. So any like acaloric beverages is technically fine. So like even, even coffee is okay. But if you definitely know, notice that you have a, uh, addiction to caffeine, uh, or you're very caffeine resistant, this would be a great time to reduce your overall caffeine consumption. You don't necessarily have to eliminate. You can, uh, but just the reduction of it will help the adrenal system heal um, and help just kind of recondition your body to caffeine. So it would be a great time to maybe switch from from like coffee to tea. Uh, herbal teas, I'm, I'm a fan of if you want to go that route. Um, you, you know, I'm not too strict that it has to be just pure, you know, reverse osmosis, remineralized water. Um, you can have a little bit of like sparkling water if you want, or green tea or herbal tea, whatever to help the, um, the monotony of drinking, drinking water. Uh, but, but a water only fast, typically I don't recommend anything less than three days. Three days is kind of the hallmark of, of when you're seeing the benefit, uh, up until seven days is, is definitely in the sweet spot. So that's where a lot of a lot of the evidence and research is if, if you're fasting for a day or two days, yes, there's some benefit, but you're really not going to get any benefit unless you're fasting 72 hours or more. Um, and so, so, so day one today, uh, pr- pr- feel, feel really good. Like no, no issues. Um, it's about, it's about 1230 on a Monday afternoon. Feel, feel strong, feel solid, but I'm pretty used to this. Um, most of the time I don't eat for another 30 minutes anyway. So I'm already doing time restricted feeding till one o'clock each day. So right now I'm kind of in my sweet spot feeling good. Um, you know, we'll see where I'm at tonight where I'm typically already have had a meal and then I'll have a second meal, um, tonight. So that's where things can get a little bit harder just from a desire of food. Um, maybe a little bit of hunger, but today I don't expect much to be very difficult. Day one is, is very easy for me. Day two is usually where I'll get potentially some trouble. So I'll holler at you guys tomorrow, let you know how I'm doing. Um, it's important to remember on day one um, that you're really you're losing a lot of glycogen. So so glycogen is is a is stored up in the liver. Um, it's a source of fuel for the body. And the, when you release glycogen, you also release water. You store water. Um, and so as you burn through your glycogen, you're losing water. Water re- your water retention and sodium levels are even dropping. So where most people don't feel great is when their glycogen really starts to drop. And this is, this is where they can get hypoglycemic. So if you haven't trained your body to handle, uh, you know, no calories coming in, day one could be a little bit funky for you. Um, you know, this is where you might get a little shaky, irritable, lightheaded. Uh, to me, obviously, I don't have those symptoms because I've trained my body with fasting before. And, I, and I, again, I've, I time-restrict feed every single day. So to me, I don't get those hypoglycemic crashes. But it is normal and uncommon to see that if you aren't training your body. It, everything is okay. As long as you're not like a type 1, type 2 diabetic, you're okay. Um, and it's important to uh, tell yourself that, hey, listen, this is just my body trying to figure out how to balance blood sugar. It's not used to burning fat for energy. And, and, and so at this point, your body's starting to deplete glycogen. And uh, it's very important at this point to start increasing sodium content. Day one, increase your sodium content. And the reason why is so as you release more glycogen, as your endoketogenic state 
um, you will your kidneys will excrete um, more sodium. So you need sodium to hold on to more water for your body for energy purposes. So make sure you're pounding electrolytes. Uh, for me, I, I go to Element, L-M-N-T, and, and I consume the Element packs uh, usually about three to five a day, depending upon my cravings and how, how uh, good I'm feeling. So day one, expect there to be some low energy, maybe some brain fog, maybe some headaches. Uh, it's very common. Expect maybe some hypoglycemic responses as the blood sugar levels are dropping, trying to figure out their, uh, their, their uh, baseline. Expect uh, that you know you will be having some cravings for food. Drinking water when you have those cravings is a great way to kind of offset those food cravings. Um, and then in terms of fitness for me, I just did some strength workout in the gym, um, lifted some weights. I didn't really exert myself very hard. Probably gave it about uh, 50%, 60% effort today. Um, that'll be my day one. Uh, I will slowly reduce my exercise load over the coming days as I want to prevent any muscle breakdown. And I want to uh, step into more healing of my body. So, uh, you know, this is a probably the hardest I'll hit in terms of training today. I already did my sauna this morning. Did a little training today, a little strength work today. And, uh, and that will probably be the most amount of effort I put into my training. It's very important to remember now, when, you, when, you, when you're fasting, it's a time to heal and recover and repair. And so there's uh, even studies that show, you know, we don't, we don't want to be pushing ourselves from an exercise training perspective, strength training perspective in the gym, as that can actually cause muscle breakdown. Um, so we want to we use this time wisely. Walking, sauna, healing, uh, that's our focus. Hiking's great. Yoga's great. Things like that. So day one. Those are things you can expect. Those are some things that you want to be mindful of when you're fasting. And, uh, and then tomorrow we'll jump on for day two. Have a great day, guys. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts, and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating, and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.